Welcome to Kindred Conversations. I'm Paris Tews. And I'm Brittany Fry. We are two young moms that are committed to loving motherhood because we believe that it is something to be enjoyed, not just endured. We want to cherish the sweet moments and be present during the hard ones while we grow alongside our children. As we have entered motherhood, we have found so much comfort and value in conversations with women in all different stages of motherhood. And we are here to share those conversations so we can grow together and embrace all of the joy modern motherhood brings. Today's podcast is about the best advice we've ever received in motherhood. And we are so excited to share the, the submissions that we got from all of you. But first, we just wanted to reach out and say thank you. We ha- are finally seeing all of our reviews come in yes. and the the listeners that are following along and it's just been so rewarding. I can't even tell you how excited it makes us to like see you guys sharing your stories or or just like really miss a review or even that you're listening. It really, really means the world to us. And with that said, if you guys would continue to leave reviews, those really are so helpful for helping other people find our podcast and just to get them listening. So thank you so much. We want to start out with a moment of gratitude today. So I've been thinking, I love that we have been starting this way because Paris and I were just talking before we started recording about how it has made us think more often about the little things that we're grateful for. So that's been really nice. But something that I have been thinking I'm really grateful for um, lately are conversations. And it felt so perfect. So on brand. Yeah. So in line with the title of the podcast. Yes. (laughs) Um, But it's really true. I just, I feel like during the hard days, just having a conversation with a friend um, can make all the difference as well as, um, just like the advice I've received in motherhood, those conversations I've had have made me feel like more able to do my job, better able to enjoy what I do. Anyway, I just am really grateful for like the really wonderful conversations that I have almost on the daily. Yeah. Amen to that. I love that. And I today am really grateful for strangers, That might sound funny, but I feel like I was always taught to talk to strangers and that has been something that I feel like really blesses my life and especially now in COVID where I can't see people's face, just talking to the grocery lady, sometimes that's like the only adult interaction that I get in a day and it is really, really meaningful to me and I love it. I love that I can go check out at the grocery store and we recognize each other and can have a conversation. And it really does just make me so happy. I totally agree. And when strangers will talk to Miles, that's the best. Yeah, it like warms your heart. Yes, it does. It's so pure. Yeah, I agree. Every time, that's hilarious, we go to the same grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> and every time they like recognize you, or even if they don't, like every time I have a good conversation, whether it be five seconds or 30 seconds, I walk out so happy. Me too. I really, like, I love grocery shopping just for that, like, three-minute encounter I get at the end because sometimes (laughs) as a mom, that's all I get in a day, but I love it. No, I agree. So yours kind of relates too. Yeah, I guess it does. (laughs) I guess it does. But if you don't talk to the people that check you out anywhere, talk to them because it will make your day a happier day. So... I am really excited about today's episode because we get to hear from you guys 
And I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit nervous to post and ask for submissions just because I kind of thought I would have to call my mom and just ask her to submit a bunch. (laughs) But that was not the case. You guys really pulled through. So thank you so much for sharing because it's so fun to hear from you guys and to learn from you. And we received a lot of submissions that I think just rang really true to us. Things that we've heard or had experiences with over the last couple of years that we just thought would be really beneficial to pass along to anyone who may be needing them right now. Yeah, I'm really excited to get going on them because they're such, like, just words of wisdom to live by. Totally. And this is something, I mean, I think we'll, like, dive a little deeper as we go through them, but something that um, we kind of talked about was that we feel like it's just a theme in motherhood that, you know, motherhood is a balancing act, and we we're talking about that specifically with this advice is that like every piece of advice, it it, like balance is necessary. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. You don't want to go too far one direction or the other. Like you have to figure out the balance for yourself and your kids. Yeah. So that being said, we'll just start off with one quote actually that somebody um, sent in by Marjorie Hinckley. It said, the only way to get through life is to laugh your way through it. You either have to laugh or cry. I prefer to laugh. Crying gives me a headache. And I loved this advice because this, (laughs) I now feel like I've been plagiarizing (laughs) because when I go to baby showers and people, you like go around and say your best advice. I say this, but in my own words, and I'm like, I came up with this amazing advice. I never knew that it was a quote. That is so funny. But I really do stand by it. (laughs) That, um, I don't know, I just think that I'm like an emotional person. I think I can truly either laugh or cry in so many different scenarios and honestly like if I just choose to and you know I know we all have different days but majority of the time if I just choose to like take life and take mothering with a little bit of humor it ends up being just like the best little adventure you know Brooks and I both end up laughing yes and it is so perfect because especially I feel like having toddlers or honestly babies or kids of any age it's like There are so many moments that are just, like, they are so funny, but in the moment, they can be really sad. So if you can just, like, have the mental capacity to realize, you know what, this is really ironic and really funny, and it's okay. And we're just going to laugh about it. And honestly, I feel like that could be a whole episode of, like, things that are really funny now, but you were crying (laughs) while they happened. Either on the outside or the inside. Or the inside, (laughs) yes. Yeah, literally a whole episode on that. Maybe we'll do that later. But... It really is just, you can make that choice. You can. Mm -hmm. I agree. I totally agree. And how many things do toddlers ruin? Oh my gosh. Everything. Yes. We can't have nice things anymore. Yeah. At least, at least it's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I also think, and I'm just remembering this, so I'm for sure going to really, really botch this, but very much paraphrasing. I believe it's Marjorie Payingley that also has a quote that's along the lines of, I don't want to show up to the pearly gates in a nice car and perfect hair and perfect makeup. I want to show up with a peanut butter stain 
on my shirt from making kids sandwiches and like the tears of my friend on my shoulder and I actually feel like I might start crying <laughs> but like that is that is how I want to live my life and anyways she has the best words of wisdom totally I agree and I think something that really like resonates with me in this quote is um that that's something I have truly loved about my own mother and those are when I try to describe my mom to people I always give them this visual that I like it it makes me emotional I'm like when we I have four siblings so I'm like when we would all come home from school we would all sit at the like sit on our bar stools and she would make us a snack my mom and um we would all like race to tell her our funniest stories from the day to make her laugh that because is so sweet. when you talk to my mom like she just makes you feel like she has all your attention and like you're just a comedian and like she would just laugh right alongside us and so that's I think just something I really want to pass on to my kids like I want that same sense of humor to just like live with my children you're good at that <laughs> thanks I, I just love that idea of laughing with your children. That's Same. sweet. That's sweet. It really is. And I think that goes along really well with other advice that we got just to find joy in the little things because there is so much joy. Totally. From having a having a conversation with the lady checking you out at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And that was something I heard a mom who she says like she's in the middle stages. You know, a lot of moms who like have all their kids in school but none have – moved out yet they're like in the middle stages she was that was like kind of her piece of advice for young moms with babies and toddlers she was like my one piece of advice is just like find one moment in the day that you're grateful for one moment that brings you joy and I think with babies and toddlers that really like those are the moments that get you by and they actually happen all the time yeah they do. you have a hundred of them throughout the day you have a hundred hard times too but, like, if you can just find those little moments it's to bring you joy. It's just a matter of looking for the good. Totally. Totally. Definitely. So our next advice that we wanted to share is a mother who takes care of herself makes the best caretaker for her, her children. And this is something I also think we could do several episodes on, and I believe we will. But I think that as new mothers, and just mothers in general, so often we sacrifice ourselves to motherhood, and we take it as kind of a trophy to be slaves to our children. But really, we have to take care of ourselves first because we can't take care of our children well if we aren't in a good place ourselves. I think this is something I'm still learning. I think we all are, always. Yeah, it's so natural to just want, especially to your children, to just want to give every ounce of yourself, right? Like you just love them so much. And it's such a natural feeling to just think like, if I can just sacrifice every part of me, like that will be exactly what they need. And I feel like recently I've been realizing that even just taking a second for myself, like an afternoon, if I'm feeling really stressed to just schedule like two hours for a cousin to watch Brooks or, you know, whatever it may be. Like, it makes all the difference for both of us. Yeah, it does. And I remember when Miles, I don't remember how old he was, but I remember realizing I can go to the bathroom and you can sit outside of the door and cry for a minute and it's going to be okay. Okay, It's okay to teach you that I have this boundary and I'm going to pee without you right here, like literally sitting on my lap trying to nurse while I'm peeing. Like, we can we can take that break and totally and you know what you're gonna be okay totally 
And really, I agree with letting somebody else watch them for a minute, even though that's really hard and something I've really had to learn. But I think this advice is really special because... Everyone can apply it differently. Yes, and totally. moms, moms don't really need to be told to give your children more of you. Give your children right. more of your heart. Like, they have all of your heart. Like, I think we need to be reminded to take care of ourselves. Totally, because what, however that's that is. That's the first thing to get neglected. Yeah. And we deserve to be taken care of. Yeah. And my mom was really good at teaching me that, you know, if, you're, if your kids only see you invest in them, then they're not going to think that they can invest in anything besides their kids. Anyway, I just, I really like the idea that you have permission to have not even permission, but you have, you should explore other parts of yourself and you know, take care of yourself and it will give your kids permission to do the same. Totally. Yeah. Um, okay. Another one that I feel like we got a lot of different versions of this. Yeah. Were just about patience in motherhood, patience with yourself, patience with your children. And specifically, I feel like we got like three different people saying the same kind of thing with especially it was more directed towards like babies and toddlers but it was like be patient with their timetable with their milestones and don't compare with other people because when all your children are grown up like you're never gonna look back and be you know be like oh you talked the very last of all your friends or you you know whatever yeah, it is nobody like, cares. yeah <laughs> yeah and I think honestly I think that's great advice and especially to it new is. mothers I think it's harder to realize that. I think as you have more children, you start to realize like, oh, it doesn't matter. And they all grow up and they'll all learn all the things eventually yeah. and in their own time. But I think as new moms, that can be something that can like incite a lot of anxiety. Yeah. There's just no reason to worry about those things. And I know mean, there's a problem, your pediatrician will catch it. And yeah, every kid goes at their own pace. And I think that also goes along with your kid's not only their milestones, like walking and crawling and reading, but also how they're sleeping or if they're in hard phase. It's just, it's good to take a step back and realize this is a phase and take a deep breath and have patience. We all need a lot of that. Totally. And then something that somebody said that I felt like just went perfectly along with that was um, sort of allowing you to have patience with yourself. And it was just saying that like, we are all learning, both the mothers and the children. And I thought that was such a good emphasis because I'm always, you know, thinking like, oh, just be patient with my boys. Like they will learn this eventually and, you know, they're doing it at their own pace. But then I forget to like offer myself patience. I feel so often like I, you know, I'm telling myself to do better or to be better or, you know, in mothering specifically. And I thought that was just great advice that like, you know what, like they're learning and I am too. And just because they're learning the basics doesn't mean that like my learning is any less valuable at this point. And I think that's so good to be able to give yourself that grace and realize that we're not going to have it all together. And this is our first time being a mother and, or it's our first time being a mother to two kids or three kids or four kids, but we're learning and we're not going to be perfect straight out of the gate. That's why it's a good thing we can apologize to our kids. Totally. Totally. Okay, you really resonated with the next one. Do you want to talk about that one? Yes, I will. Because when this one popped up, I hadn't heard it before, but it it really, really stuck with me, especially because my little Miles is so active. And it's one of my favorite things about him. It really is. But this advice was 
um, when you're, when your child is bouncing off the walls, remove the walls. And I really, really connected with it. Miles and I were grocery shopping at Trader Joe's the other day. And he, I swear, since he was like six months old, he will not sit in the cart. Like Mm -hmm. the the little man just always wants to be held or moving. <laughs> well, he did want to be held. Now he just wants to be moving. And I was just feeling really frustrated because I'm trying to grocery shop and he's like trying to wrestle his way out of there. And the seatbelt buckles don't even begin to contain him. <laughs> like he is strong and he is smart and he can get out of that thing. <laughs> anyway, so I was just feeling really overwhelmed and honestly like on the verge of tears, just really frustrated. Like, how am I supposed to do my grocery shopping? And I just kind of took a deep breath and I got him out and I was like, okay, you can, you can help me shop. And so instead he helped me push the cart all around Trader Joe's and he helped me pick like all of the produce. And he definitely picked some like nasty things out of (laughs) the junk food aisle and they got slid back on. But anyway, it actually ended up being such a sweet experience for me because I just realized like he was trying to tell me that he was ready for something else. And it ended up being so fun to see him just own that and love the love the freedom that I gave him and it was a really really great experience so that advice I will keep with me and I will remember next time he's bouncing off walls I love that especially because I think like something you touched on was just especially with littles um a lot of the times them like pushing boundaries or trying not to be contained in a way is showing us that like I feel like I'm older than this. I feel like I can do something more or that I can, you know, I'm ready for the next thing, whatever it is. And obviously that's not always the case. Like we need boundaries with our children as well. Yeah, of course. But there are um, a lot of times that I think like, yeah, why can't I let you do this? Or why can't, like, why can't you help me grocery shop? And then like, I feel like I'm so often surprised by like how big Brooks is and the things that he wants to do and things he can do. And if I don't let him show me those things and like, I will never know and he'll never be able to do them. So I thought that was great. They're amazing little people. They totally are. And our next advice goes perfectly with that because it's listen to yourself and your intuition. You have stewardship over your children and mother's intuition is real. Amen, sister. (laughs) Can I just say that? (laughs) No, really though. I think I feel like I had like a crash course in this advice. Um, when I had Brooks because he was, uh, induced, I was induced at 34 weeks and had him and it just was so unexpected. Like it had just come so quickly and I was not feeling prepared, especially with my first. And he just had like some complications, um, with his digestive system because he was a preemie. And so he was in the NICU in the hospital that I, um, had delivered in for a few weeks and then actually had like further complications that they couldn't figure out. So they transferred him up to another hospital, um, like a specialty children's hospital. And that was just really scary for me as a mom. And I just felt like the rotations with the nurses and the doctors were really hard because I felt like nobody was like seeing him 
consistently enough to know what was going on. And I just remember really struggling and feeling really lost and how involved should I be? And especially with your first child, I think you're not necessarily used to being a mom. Yeah, and you don't know. Yes, like I felt like I had to ask permission to change his diaper. You know, I felt like the nurses were his moms <laughs> because I, this was my first baby yeah. and I didn't know, you know, he's in this new environment. I didn't know what I could do or couldn't do. And anyway, um, I just remember having somebody call me while he was in this um, specialty children's hospital and just say like, I just want you to remember like you are his mom and you have mother's intuition and you know what's going on. And I was able just like through the observations that I had been ma making, obviously as a mom, like you're hyper aware of your children. Um, I was able to like go into his next appointment with the doctor, like um, I guess just with the confidence to be vocal about what I thought and what he needed and what was going on. And I really just inserted myself and the doctor like instantly just um, was like, yeah, I agree. Like, I hear what you're saying. And if I've learned one lesson in being a doctor in the NICU, it's to listen to moms. And within a week, he was um, discharged from the hospital. So I just like, to me, I think, that advice That's always rings true, but yes, advice. exactly. Like it was just like, oh my gosh, right away. Like, whoa, this is real. And like, we really do have mother's intuition. Yeah. I, I think that story is so cool. And side note, if your pediatrician doesn't think you have mother's intuition, <laughs> switch pediatricians <laughs> because you do. And I think it goes for their health. It goes for their emotional needs. It goes for setting boundaries because parenting very often when reading a book or sometimes listening to podcasts or getting advice from other people, it it is portrayed as being so black and white. Like, don't let your kid do this. Don't, like, always do this. And yeah. really, it is so... That is something I learned really early on as well, is it is a balance. And what is right for one person is not going to be right for you. Even if they're an amazing mother and you're an amazing mother you're not going to that, choose the same, the same things mm -hmm. and you, nor should you because your children are different and having that confidence is so important. I remember before having Miles, I really, I observed how, how different people are with their first versus their second kid. And I really went into the mindset, I'm going to have this baby and it's going to be like, he's my second baby. Like, I'm not going to freak out if he touches something with germs <laughs> and I'm going to trust myself like I know what I'm doing. And obviously I failed at that so many times, but that was something I really did always think of is, am I going to care about this? That like, is this actually that important? And also giving myself that trust mm -hmm. because every mom, every mom deserves it. Even though like you were a first time mom, you had no idea what you're doing. Totally. None of us have any idea what we're doing, but we know our children and we know what's best for them. And we have, we have like divine, I don't know. Help. Yes, divine help for our children. Totally. Something I forgot that somebody had said. I'm like looking back over and I had forgotten. Somebody said, babies grow so fast, enjoy every second. We actually had a, a few of those. And I feel like that's such common advice and I couldn't agree more. <laughs> but I will say that's one that I have really struggled with, that piece of advice, um, when I have newborns specifically. And I don't know if all mothers feel this way, but I think the newborn stage is hard for me just because you're recovering and, you know, your emotions are just 
at the forefront and can be really hard to deal with. And when I feel like I don't have total control over like how I'm feeling and the stress I'm feeling, um, and I maybe I'm not like fully enjoying the moment, I start to feel even more guilty that I'm not fully enjoying my newborn and that they're gonna grow so fast. And I remember like a couple days after having Wells, just like bawling, being like, I feel like he's gonna move out tomorrow. Like, yeah. how has he already been alive for 48 I hours? You telling me this. <laughs> and and that stress was really hard for me. So this is one that I think like you have to find balance, right? Like take it with a grain of salt, enjoy it, but like don't stress out over enjoying every second. Yeah, and I think that works perfectly in the context of your house is a mess, but your baby's making, your baby is laughing. Yes. Like, enjoy your baby's giggles. 100%. Don't stress about that. But in the context of you're having a hard time as mothers do after they have babies, I feel like you can kind of. You're allowed to have those feelings. Yeah, you're allowed to have those feelings and everyone does. Totally. But there are definitely moments that I do feel like that is really, really valuable. Yes. Oh, 100%. I think. I mean, we talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, just about like, oh, the holiday one. Yeah. Just about like, don't, don't stress away or worry away like every second trying to make everything perfect for everyone else. Because it won't be. Yeah. They don't care as much. Like leave room to just enjoy, right? Enjoy one another. Enjoy your babies. And sometimes you need a good cry. Yeah. Even when when your baby is a baby. Yes. Yes. Something that goes along with the... Listen to yourself and your intuition. I um, actually did ask my mom, not out of lack of confidence <laughs> from our followers. <laughs> but just for more because our moms are brilliant. Have great advice and have been given lots of advice over the years. So I asked my mom what some of the advice was that she had been given or some that she would give. And one of the things that she said was mother's prayers are some of the most powerful. And... I just, that really resonated with me. I know I can picture growing up, um, running around the house, getting ready for school, and I'd be yelling, mom, mom, like, I can't find my backpack, or I can't find my shoes, and I would, like, run into her room, and she would be kneeling by the bed saying a prayer, and I just think that that's something that she has passed on to me that, um, it goes along with the intuition, like, we have divine help with our children, and mother's prayers really are powerful. And we sure need it. Yeah, we do. We do. (laughs) I know my mom is a really great living example of this as well and can attest to the power of help from the other side. Yeah, for sure. And the last one that I really just think is so sweet is have fun together as a family, do things to make memories. And it kind of just speaks for itself, but it's so, it really is so sweet and getting to make memories with our children feels like such a privilege. This is something actually I feel like, I mean, of course, I think everyone has great memories with their families, but this is something I feel like you talk about a lot. I Like with my family? Yes. I like want you to share some of that. Well, my, my family was good at that. And I love that you've picked up on that because my family, if it was a Saturday, we were out making memories and we would wake up and do our chores in the morning as a family and then we'd be out on bike rides or going to get pizza or going to the lake or always something, always something that was bringing us together as a family. 
And that is something I absolutely want to implement in my family because it's made us so close and we have so many fun memories and I'm really just excited to share those memories with Miles because it is so bonding and it doesn't have to be so extreme. Like my favorite memories with my family aren't like a grand vacation or anything like that. It's the bike rides we took and the hikes we went on and sometimes we're forced to go on. (laughs) And like our family movie nights and our game nights. And those are the things that I remember. And my family was very, very intentional about creating memories and being active and participating in activities together. And it is a treasure for sure. I love that. Well, I think that about sums up all of the advice that we were given. Is there anything else you wanted to share? I don't think so. Do you have any advice you want to add? No, I really feel like this. I feel like I am not prepared to give any <laughs> advice to anyone. <laughs> but I really liked the advice that we That's got. That's why we're asking for a bunch of advice. Yeah. We need it. <laughs> yeah, we do. I, the advice I always give at baby showers, because it is the advice that I most needed, is just to trust yourself. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Kindred Conversations. We are so happy to have you here, as always, and I feel like this episode was even better because of your contributions. I hope you liked what you heard. If you did, once again, it would mean the world to us if you would leave a review. If you would like to contribute to our next episode that we ask for submissions for or just keep up to date on all things Kindred, you can find us on Instagram at Kindred underscore Conversations.